Welcome to the Inspiring You Show, where we shine a light on healing, whole health in our lives. We believe that in healing your story, you can transform your life. We are here to provide hope, tips, tools, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in this journey called life. I'm Henry, an intuitive empath, mindfulness meditation teacher, dowsing and Reiki master teacher, and energy healer. This, my friends, is a vibrational experience, a remembering of the truth of who we are. The content is light encoded to assist you on your journey if you wish to receive for your highest good. Welcome to the show, everyone. Today's topic is the art of holding a compassionate space. So the other day, it was dark when I woke up and sat down to do my morning meditation. And I've come to notice that in these early hours or sometimes when it's later in the afternoon, that when it's this certain type of stillness, that I can really feel the most, that this that the stillness really allows me to just be. And as soon as I closed my eyes the other morning, I shifted from being in my head to my heart, really connecting into my heart, and the tears just started flowing. They came slowly at first, and then they really picked up some movement, picked up some steam, my friends, and within moments, I really felt the bigness of it all. I felt overwhelmed with the heaviness of what's happening in Ocean Away. And there's also some things in terms of close to home that's happening. And there were silent tears just running down my face just crying for the sadness and the violence of what we've been seeing. Years ago, one of my energy teachers said to one of my friends, don't turn away. We were in a situation of witnessing a sadness in another in need of comfort. And we had two different responses. As soon as the situation was in motion, I rushed to help. While my friend was on the phone with our teacher, our teacher encouraged my friend to look, to witness, to go, to cross the street and to not turn away. Don't turn away, don't turn away, don't turn away. My friend later told me that our teacher said this over and over again to her. Yet seeing the pain of another was too much for my dear friend. She looked away, whereas I was propelled forward. And it's interesting, I, I say propelled forward because there was a moment where I could feel, sometimes I feel like a light switch goes on and I'm, I'm being called to something. I could feel my higher self soul come in really strongly in terms of the embodiment of light and physical form into my human. And my guides were close around me and were very strong in terms of indicating, wanting me to move forward to support this person that was in need of some support. 
So I'm not, I say propelled because it, it, in the moment, it was so clear in terms of the choice for me. And so I crossed the street to help out. And as I was crossing the street, I felt so incredibly connected to the universe, to, to my team of light, to my spirit guides for highest good. I could feel them walking with me across the street. I could feel the connection to my higher self soul. I could feel just the vastness of the universe and how big and connected. And I was in such, I just felt so much uh, humility in terms of just how big it is and how connected because I could feel the strength of the connection as I was propelled forward to support another human on their journey. And so I crossed the street to help out while my friend stayed on the other side of the street turning away. And it's interesting because it's all, there's so many choices and it's moments like this. I think about what it takes to witness and to hold space for those in need of support, to take compassionate action and courage of loving kindness. Holding space is a conscious act of being present, open, allowing, and supportive of what another needs in each moment. It's broadly used phrase to define the act of being there for another. And the effects of this practice, however, goes much deeper than simply offering support. Consider the individual words for a moment. To hold means to embrace or encircle someone or something in your, in your grasp, to hug them. Physically, this might take the form of a hug or the cradling of your hand of a hand in yours. But you can also embrace someone non-physically with your intention, attention, and energy. You could do this in terms of a loving kindness, compassion, intention with attention and energy. Space refers to the immediate environment you are sharing with another. And this too may be the physical space of a room, yet more frequently refers to the mental and emotional environment you're in with others. Put together, these words embody the principle of surrounding the environment with your awareness in a way that provides comfort and compassion for all. Holding space involves several specific qualities of consci consciously relating to others, the sum of which are greater than the individual parts. A key component to holding space is the quality of safety. For others to be open, genuine, and oftentimes vulnerable, 
They must feel secure and have a sense of trust. People won't let their defenses down until they know it's safe to do so. A vitally important aspect of holding space is the understanding that it's not about you. When you hold space, you must make the conscious decision to leave your ego at the door. Holding space is about serving others and your personal concerns or needs are not part of the process. Releasing your own sense of self-importance can be challenging. And should be considered a prerequisite for this type of practice. If you aren't able to then it's something that you want to perhaps if you're interested you can learn to work on it as an art because it really is an art of holding space for someone. Holding space requires radical humility and the willingness to be a temporary caretaker of the feelings and concerns of another. One of the most precious gifts you can give another is the gift of your full and complete attention. Listening attentively without the need to respond, interrupt, or comment is a skill that takes considerable practice to master. Even with the best of intentions, your ego may sneak back in. It looks for opportunities to subtly make things about you instead of the other. When holding space, And holding space for another, you maintain eye contact if you're in person. You allow yourself to be free of distractions, to be fully attentive and cultivate an openness or space consciousness in which there is no me, yet rather the ever-present witness of the sounding board of consciousness. You do your best to resist the urge to speak unless you're asked to. This coupled with your full awareness can be a profoundly powerful experience for those in your presence. Your attention focused in all-inclusive of whatever is happening in the moment opens the door for others to see the reflection of their own soul in you, the self talking to itself. Holding space is all about allowing. Allowing this person or group to feel what they feel. Allowing them to say what they need to say. And allowing yourself to be whatever they need you to be right now. Holding space. Therefore, it isn't about controlling anything. Your role is that you are a guardian of this space. Like two cupped hands filled with water, you're there to hold the other with your awareness. And in doing so, 
You allow that experience to take whatever shape it will. You accept this moment as it is. You accept others as they are without any desire to change them or wanting them to be something different. This too can be a challenge since you are, since many of us in our human experience may be conditioned to immediately try to fix or change things you may feel could be different or if somebody's in a lot of pain and maybe you want you really love them and you want to fix it but in holding space it's practicing acceptance practicing acceptance which gives others a priceless gift the freedom to just be as they are the freedom to be as they are and it's all about non-judgment Holding space is an impartial process. You're not there to pass judgment or to evaluate another. When you judge another's experience, you may create additional mental static that will only get in the way and obscure the truth. In the moment when you're holding another's fears, suffering, or grief, your opinions are irrelevant. You're holding space, holding loving kindness, holding compassion. You're holding the sacred space. And you may have gone through something that you may feel in a reference to what they're going through. Yet my friends, you will never truly understand their feelings. You might feel it on some level if you're an empath or highly highly, highly tuned. You may feel it, yet you may never really understand the many layers to it. And being there really is enough. Holding sacred space is really enough and it's so incredibly powerful to hold a space of compassion and loving kindness for someone a safe space where they can just be themselves and just allow themselves to be so being there really is enough in holding that compassion space. And although you are non-judgmentally practicing acceptance with your full attention, that doesn't mean, my friends, that you wouldn't prefer things to be better for this person. Compassion is an essential quality for the practice of holding space. To embrace another in acceptance is an act of compassion in and of itself. In your openness to the pain of others, you are essentially saying, how can I help you? I don't want you to hurt. What can I do to help support your highest good? Even if it's not spoken out loud, 
These intentions to relieve the suffering of others are the essence of compassion. And so many times, simply being a loving presence can bring about a deep sense of relief that eases the pain of another. The world can use more compassion. So the practice of holding space provides an opportunity to continually build this vitally important skill. And another part, another part in this is witnessing. Witnessing allows you to play a special part while holding space, that of the observer. Like in quantum physics, the observer is what is what triggers the collapse of the wave of potential into a particle, the non-local into the localized phenomenon. Yet this doesn't involve any action on the observer's part. In holding space, in holding sacred space, you're just there as the witness, almost like a fly on the wall. Naturally, you can participate if, requ- if requested to do so. You can participate if requested to do so. Yet essentially, your role is that of the watcher. You are the role of the watcher. It, was, it is said that when the future Buddha was on the verge of enlightenment, he was tempted by the forces of darkness in their king, the demon Mara. With his entire demon army descending upon them, Mara demands from the future Buddha to produce a witness to his awakening. And he simply touches the earth with his fingers and says, The earth itself is my witness. With this gesture, Mara and the army vanishes, and that's when he becomes the Buddha or awakened one. Like the earth, the Buddha touches. You are the witness. You are the witnesses to those you hold space for. So through the practice of holding space, you serve as a container for which the healing and transformation can take place for the highest for the highest good. It is a powerful gift of presence that you can give to others through the quality of your attention. So for the past week, I've been holding space, sacred space of compassion and loving kindness. Every story has brought me to silence, watching people walk for miles in the freezing cold, holding as many belongings as they can, holding pets tightly in their arms, falling and getting back up and charging ahead as they fight back tears. Watching the children hold their parents' hands with the looks of confusion, fear, and sadness on their faces. Watching men put their hands up to train windows as they say goodbye to their families leaving while they stay home to defend their country. 
watching loved ones cradle those who lost their lives, weeping with deep pain, grief, and suffering. I don't think anyone can bear witness to any of these images without being totally undone in some way, without being deeply moved. And then you bear witness to Ukraine's president speaking with strength, conviction, and defiance, his words, I'm not hiding, I'm not afraid of anyone, and his resolve This is a person who's not looking away and he's met each moment in every way. And I'm holding space, holding sacred space. And I wonder I wonder about my friend as well during this time because I've been thinking a lot about that moment. It's almost like being at the crossroads many years ago when I crossed the road to help out and my friend looked away. I just wonder about my friend. Is she able to pay attention now to what is unfolding and hold space what does it take for us to begin to lean into caretaking for humanity with our hearts, to lead and live with compassion and love? Being an empath, I feel deeply. It's not even, it doesn't even feel like I have a choice at times because I can just feel it. I feel deeply and to see what our fellow human beings are going through has been so challenging. Last week, I listened to several people in my neighborhood who have family in Ukraine I listened to their stories about their families, their concerns, their worries. A few of them, I asked if I could hug them. And I held them. As they cried. Yeah, it's, um, you know, and then I also listened this week to some, listened to stories of wives and mothers of Russian soldiers who called a Ukrainian hotline looking for their husbands and sons, seeking information and trying to find out if they were alive or dead. 
They too deserve our compassion. They too are human beings that are caught up in this. And so holding space, the compassion, So every morning last week and today, I found myself holding space and reaching for hope. I'll admit I have had a few moments of coming to my knees in tears, surrendering and struggling to hold on to my faith. I struggled with my own feelings of grief, anger, sadness, despair, helplessness. And then there have been moments where there's been some story of someone who just inspires me and it just lifts me up. Someone whose humanity and their actions, their compassionate actions has just brought so much hope. And it's humanity at its best and at its worst. And I say that with such discernment and it's being played out in our very in front of our very eyes and i feel that this moment is calling us all no matter where we live to be to not look away that this moment is calling all of us no matter where we live to not look away It's a crossroads and it's calling us to not look away and to cross the street. To bear witness, to hold sacred space, to do what you can, if you can, in terms of compassionate action, to be beacons of hope, to not lose faith, to carry on like the millions of Ukrainians who are walking for miles and miles and miles hoping to find safety, hoping to find refuge, hoping to not be afraid, hoping to be okay. You can hold sacred space for them And if you can do compassionate action, please do. And as I've watched the images, I've also noticed that 
I've also noticed that one's life can be connected to a backpack. Like your life can come down to a backpack. It comes down to the clothes on your back and what fits in your backpack. Take that in for a moment. It comes down to the clothes on your back and what fits in your backpack. And I found myself sitting in the comfort of my home thinking a lot about that. Thinking about whose hand would hold mine, who would walk with me, who would welcome me in, who would help me, who would hold space for me. And what would I bring if I only had a backpack to bring? I mean, I would bring my 12-pound dog, Boo, and as much dog food and her belongings that I probably could fit in there. Do you know what you would do you know what you would put in your backpack? Do you have someone in your life who would walk with you? What do you think it would be like to have hope that as you cross the border total strangers would take you in? And would you take in total strangers like so many in Poland have done? Yeah. It's, it's, this is a profound moment in terms of it's a profound moment Do you turn away or do you look? Do you bear witness? Don't turn away, my friends. Don't turn away. So I'm encouraging you all to not turn away. Because many years ago, when I crossed that road to help out that stranger, it was such a moment of connection in terms of the hearts connecting, me holding space to support him as he was going through a really difficult moment and just showing up to lend a hand without asking for anything, just showing up because he was a stranger in need of support. He was a fellow human traveling 
We have so many more things in common than we have that's different. So I'm going to encourage you all to not turn away. And also ask, how are you meeting this moment? And there are so many ways each of us can meet this moment. None are too small. If you do energy healing, Reiki energy healing, dousing energy healing, you can do an energy healing meditation. You can do a dousing energy healing. Um, you can also, um, if you practice mindfulness or, or practice meta loving kindness, you can do a meta loving kindness meditations. You can also practice this art of holding sacred space. Um, and if you can do some other compassionate action, whether it's some sort of donation in terms of um, there's a lot of different nonprofits that you can support. You can also book an Airbnb in Ukraine. Um, there's so many things that you can do. So I encourage all of you to I encourage all of you, don't turn away, my friends. Don't turn away. Don't turn away. Don't turn away. Much love, light, and Reiki blessings, everyone.